Hello and welcome to the third episode of my podcast, A Bit of Healthy Banter. Uh, It's me, Tori, and I'm actually just going to do this episode on my own. Uh, You guys may have seen a couple of days ago, I did put a QA and a in my stories. So I'm just going to go through them and use those to sort of introduce myself. And then I'm going to talk about my perception of health and what I see healthy. Um, We've got some curly questions in here, so it should be quite fun. So without further ado, I'm going to jump straight into one that made me laugh a lot because I feel like we can all relate to this. So this one is, why is wine not like Coke Zero and have zero calories? And it just made me laugh because I think every, well, most women in the world would wish that wine didn't have any calories, but unfortunately it does. Um... If I had one superpower, I reckon it would be to take the calories out of wine. Um, Love a good red every so often. So, Kaz, unfortunately, I wish I could change that for you, but those cows are going to stay in there. Uh, The next one, how to start getting motivated. I have no energy and never feel like making any time for exercise. Um, This is a good one because motivation is very fluid it's going to come in waves and there's so many things that depend on it like if you've got an event that's coming up you'll probably be more motivated um than if you have no deadline or no end time goal frame I guess um what I would suggest is firstly like before um I would address the energy issue like if you feel like you have no energy I would start to actually think about what you can do to improve your energy and then once you've got that down pat then think about adding some exercise because I find um, that I find it much easier to go to the gym and get to the gym when I know that I'm sleeping well that I'm eating well and that my energy is a little bit better and as soon as those things are disrupted I find that I really have to dig deep to talk myself into going to the gym so where I would start with that is start getting to bed a little bit earlier work on your sleep routine um, you know get up get into starting with just walking and getting your steps up naturally and don't think that you have to go from zero to a hundred like slowly ease into it and if you do one workout per week to start with, that's progress. And when that's comfortable, add in a second workout. When that's comfortable, add in a third. Uh, but before you even get there, like I said, I would address the energy issue. Start adding, you know, drinking plenty of water, getting a good amount of sleep um, and setting some solid routines in that are going to help you to eventually add in that exercise and find that time for exercise. Um, another cracker, I love Marvel. Um, so I love this question. I want to know who'd win in an all out fight, Wanda versus Captain Marvel. Um, if anyone doesn't really watch the Marvel movies, this might go straight over your head in an all out fight without any bias involved. Oh, I think... I'm going to say Wanda. I'm going to say Wanda would beat Captain Marvel. I know Captain Marvel can do some cool stuff, but I mean, so far she's proved herself in the Avengers movie pretty useless. Whereas Wanda does some real cool stuff. And I feel like Wanda with her, like, you know, being able to move objects and her electronic, 
you know, she's like a modern day Matilda. So she could totally stop Captain Marvel in her tracks. So would have it covered. Um, were you always fit? And if not, how did you start? Mm, this is a hard one. It's like I was, but then I wasn't, but then I was again. So I actually started swimming. Mum chucked us in the pool when I was four years old and I did my first 50 meter race when I was five. So sport always was a big part of my life. Um, I swam through until I was uh, 13. Um, but in the middle of that, when I was like 11, I started playing netball um, and I played both. I did both of those things competitively dropped swimming when I was 13, played quite a high level of sport. I played for a couple of Queensland teams, nationals, um, when I was 17. And then I got a boyfriend and it was all downhill from there. My fitness completely left, um, probably from about 17, 18 through till 20. And then when I was 20 again, um, if you listen to my last podcast, um, had a breakup and, get put on quite a bit of no sorry I had the breakup had put on quite a bit of weight in the relationship um and then started to lose it again um how did I start I actually remember this I just was fed up with myself one night no I can tell you exactly I was trying to buy some clothes online and I was always worried when I was bigger um about like if when clothes arrived, if they would fit me. And I remember this particular website had like the size chart. And I remember from the sizes that they had, I got my tape measure out to pick which, like to do the measurements to see which size that I would fit. And my measurements, I would not fit any of the sizes in the shorts that I wanted. Like I was sort of off their scale. And I know that's a, you know, the scales and that is not something that you should judge yourself by or anything like that. And this particular brand was you know, only went up to a certain size. However, I just remember being so upset and so like, I don't know, it was a bit of a wake up call for me. So the next morning I literally just went out and my block was a four kilometer loop and I just ran one side, walked like so one kilometer and then walked the next kilometer, ran the third kilometer and walked the last kilometer home. So I did that 4K loop and I just sort of got up and did that every morning with my dogs um, and that's how I started until eventually I'd run the whole four kilometers and then I joined a gym by accident after that. Um, so that's how I started. Um, if you could live anywhere on the planet, where would it be? Uh, Hawaii. I love Hawaii. I've done a lot of travel and I've there's been a lot of cool cities, but when I went to Hawaii, I spent a solid two months when I got back Googling how to move to Hawaii. And I don't know whether it's because it is so hard for Australians to move to Hawaii that makes it so, um, you know, enticing to me. But yeah, if I could live anywhere on the planet, it was Hawaii. It was just my vibe. And like everything about Hawaii, I just loved. I could stay there forever and ever and ever. Um, Favourite way to exercise? I... Oh, that's really, really hard because it depends on what day you catch me, to be honest. I love going into the gym and just doing a session to try and see how heavy I can deadlift on some days. Um, 
there is other days where I want to see how far I can, like I just literally just feel like going for a run, like just want to put my headphones in, go for a run. Um, but I would say for the most part, I do really enjoy a higher intensity workout. And I'm one of those sickos that really enjoys being pushed to a next level. Like I like that sort of level of verging on uncomfortable like discomfort and verging on like wanting to just stop um and not stopping I find being such a competitive person and also having such a competitive um upbringing the only way that I can get that is in a group training environment um where someone is like sort of on your back or I can pick someone that's in the class that's fitter than me and try and keep up with them and stuff like that so I would have to say my favorite way to exercise is high intensity exercise um you know I actually really love med ball slams um doing medicine ball slams I have a real love hate with the assault bike um I don't particularly like just going into the gym and lifting weights but I do like incorporating weight training into a hit session so I hope that answers your question <laughs> but I'm very very roundabout I change my mind as much as I change my underwear um do you actually enjoy running or do you just do it? Uh, I actually don't do anything that I don't enjoy and I, I really do enjoy running. I didn't used to love it um, when I started because it was so uncomfortable. Um, but the thing is, is like I said, I do enjoy that training. That puts me in an uncomfortable state where I have to push through mentally. Um, with running though, now that it is comfortable for me, I find it very meditative. The first kilometer for me is always hard while my body feels really stiff and you know I find it hard to get into. Um, some days I don't get past that first kilometer, like if my mind's not there and other days I can just run and run and run once I get into that autopilot mode. But like I said, I actually do really enjoy it and I don't train in any ways that I don't love doing. Um... Why don't you want to get married? That's a, um, that one, I did see that one come through and I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, like for me, it's not so much I don't want to get married. Like I would love to, you know, meet someone, settle down with someone. But my, um, I would rather get a house, you know, with my first house with the person that I choose to settle down with, like with this day and age, um, I feel like a mortgage is much more of a commitment than a wedding. Um, and I mean, they probably cost about the same, like a bloody deposit, a house deposit and a wedding. Um, so yeah, it's more that side of things for me. Like I definitely think there's different ways to show commitment. I don't really think that you need that whole, you know, ceremony and stuff like that. Um, but also I don't know if I've ever like really been in love, love, and I don't know if anything would change in my mindset if that did happen for me. Um, but like where it stands today, I would rather, you know, sign a mortgage with someone for, you know, for 30 years. I feel like that's a little bit more of a commitment and a little bit more, well, I wouldn't say exciting. I haven't had a wedding or a mortgage. Um, or, you know, elope, you know, just go off overseas and spend the 50k that you'd spend on a wedding um you know on traveling for like a year you could literally two people for a year on 50 50 grand so I guess that's my point of view on that one I wouldn't say that I don't believe in marriage I just think that you know everyone can make their own decision around marriage and 
you know, you don't have to get married if you don't want to, if you want to do something else. So, yeah. Um, so, they're pretty much all the questions that I had to go through. There was a few more, but they were a bit inappropriate to jump on here. So, um, now that that's out of the way, a uh, little bit of get to know me, I want to talk about my health perspective um, because that is the basis of this podcast. Um, so my perspective on health, and I touched on it with my podcast with Taylor, uh, episode two, is a feeling of vibrancy. Um, and this sort of goes into that how to start getting motivated um, and having no energy. I feel like finding an equilibrium through your social life with your eating that suits your social life and suits your lifestyle finding ways to move that you enjoy and the prevention of disease um i do i i think variety equals health um and like i said this is my personal opinion on health i think it also means doing things that are uncomfortable but yeah it's finding the equilibrium between a healthy social life a health a healthy um, mental state of mind, uh, a healthy body and, you know, a healthy amount of activity and having all of those things sort of work in unison so that every day doesn't feel hard. Everyday tasks don't require you to dig deep to get them done. It's sort of just everything feels easy and breezy. Um, health is a very fluid concept there is no set definition of health uh that's what this whole podcast is about is normalizing the fact that what you do and what i do and what everyone does is very unique to them when it comes to health uh my my values when it comes to health activity is a big value for me um being active every day i hit you know 10 to 15000 steps easily every day um it's great for my mental state. I get to, to walk along the beach and I'm very lucky for that every single day. And that, you know, gives me time with Archie. It gives me time out. I don't walk listening to a podcast. I don't listen to music. Um, I do take my phone, but it's in my pocket. And I just sort of listen to what's going on around me and it's quite meditative for me. I don't sit and meditate. Um, that's my meditation for me. Uh, the gym is a place where I go to clear my mind, clear my head, um, and you know get those endorphins and I think being very very active my whole life has very much influenced um, that value when it comes to health. Um, I also value cardiovascular health. I know that there's so much stuff out there and there's different ways to do cardio but I know that there's a lot of programs that are like oh you know you can get in shape without you know, doing any cardio and I kind of really, that mentality irks me a little bit because the point of cardio is to, I guess, nourish your cardiovascular system and there's definitely a place for that. Um, as someone, we didn't know this when I was younger, but when I was around eight or nine years old, um, I only had 43% lung capacity and as I've gotten older, we've had to work on it. Um, you know, I had lots of intervention with doctors and all of this sort of stuff and I still have to take daily medication to monitor that. Um, now I currently sit at around, so we've improved it. I've got about 60% 
uh, on average lung capacity and that's my value in cardio so that's shaped sorry my value in, in looking after your cardiovascular system because from someone who struggles breathing day to day <laughs> um, and has a lot of issues around that there is a high value in looking after that for me um, and there's also the fact that looking after your cardiovascular system and doing some cardiovascular um, activity can prevent you having discomforts in the future. And I think that's something that we often really overlook when it comes to health is the actual prolonging of your life and prevention of disease. So we, we need to be a little bit more proactive rather than reactive um, in that aspect. And that's, again, my personal view different ways you need to find a cardio that you enjoy that could be you know mine is like running and the hit training and some people hate both of those things and that's fine but your cardio could be swimming your cardio could be bike riding your cardio could be you know battle ropes med ball slams like whatever that is to you Um, but I don't think that it should be overlooked and I don't think that physical appearance should trump physical health they're two different things um and then when it comes to mental health I think that um we need to raise a lot more awareness around mental health and mental health and mental disease are two um different things um I'm not very qualified in the mental disease aspects but when it comes to mental health I feel very comfortable talking about that um I think you know again prevention is much better than a reaction in this state so finding ways that you can look after your mind that you know makes you feel good and I do think that you don't need to be having an an issue or trauma or anything like that to go to a psychologist a psychiatrist a psychotherapist um, I think that actually that should just be a part of life and I think that that needs to be normalized talking to someone because these are people that are specialists in helping you to navigate your own thoughts and I yeah like I said I do think that it's very important that we don't wait for something to go wrong to look after our mental health Um, and seeing a psychologist or a a professional we'll just say is a good um, preventative measure there and just to help with anything that you may be going along Um, and just help to get to know yourself a little bit better I guess and then on the other side it's also finding ways to nurture your mind through whether it is your daily walk or whether you are someone that enjoys meditation or if you like to read books or if you like to have downtime I think self-care is a massive part of all of my programming and I'm a big advocate for self-care but the realistic self-care not just all of the um pampering and the you know all of that sort of stuff while that is important there's also just the adulting stuff that is self-care like looking after your finances looking after you know yourself your body other people um, and sometimes the stuff that you don't want to do and addressing routines and addressing bad habits and having you know measures in place for reflection and journaling and growth Um, so Oh, and then obviously there's social health. I think it's very important to have a social life. Connection is a massive part of humanity. And 
Sometimes I think the quest for physical fitness and appearance can severely impact some people's social health. And I think finding, like I said, the equilibrium between the two and living on that line is a great place to start. And it is actually achievable to have a social life and go out with your friends and go out for dinners, have some wines and also still Um, be physically fit and be healthy and look after your body and I think we don't need to trade off one for the other we need to learn to embrace both at the same time and to implement ways in which both of them can coexist together so that's my perspective on health and I know that's actually quite a large um description but like I said I feel like health is very fluid and there's very many aspects to being overall healthy and health in the way of well-being and health in the way of having a great you know abundant vibrant livelihood Um, so I guess I'm just going to leave that as my health perspective and like I said that's just mine you know we heard Taylor's in hers Um, I've got some upcoming episodes with Ryan and Sam which we've recorded which also will touch on the their different perspectives of health and both uh, sorry all three of them have different values to mine and that is so fine the purpose of this podcast is to give you an abundance of ideas of health and for you to then be able to reflect on your life and use the parts that you're drawn to I guess to identify what healthy means to you so that you can go on your own path and create that healthy life and create that equilibrium that makes you feel happy and you feel vibrant and you have that little bit of pep in your step every single day because it is possible it's just having I guess a little bit more direction and having that time to reflect and having an open mind against diet culture and stop thinking what we should be doing and start looking at what's going to suit you and your lifestyle so yeah I hope that helps we've got some really fun guests coming on I don't want to say too much we've got like a DJ we've got one of my good mates down in Melbourne he's jumping on there Um, my roomie a lot of you know who she is and a couple of my best friends one from the Gold Coast um, who's a lawyer we've got one from Uh, New South Wales who is a financial planner so we're going to talk about you know finding that healthy balance in a different industries as well oh we've got a DJ coming on as well so I've got some pretty fun guests coming on and I feel like you're going to start to get that mixed bag that I talked about in my intro so on that note thank you for listening again um this is actually a really fun project for me so i'm enjoying the feedback that i'm getting which was really exciting for me so if you have any questions um, or any topics that you want me to address in the podcast feel free to slide into my dms at fit with tori um, or on a bit of healthy banter on on Instagram you can find both of those and I'll reply on both of those but yeah a little bit of inspiration will never go astray Uh, so on that note I hope that you have a ripper of a day and I will talk to you next time bye-bye